0: Father, as we come here this morning, and we know that the seasons are changing, but Lord, we know that there are seasons changing in our life. We're trying to figure out, Lord, what that next season will be. Maybe it has to do with kids growing up or changes at work or decisions in life. Father, we pray that you would speak to us this morning. Father, we come seeking your truth, seeking your help, seeking your encouragement, seeking you. As a refuge, Father, I pray that you would speak to each and every one of us right where we are today, whether we are on the mountaintop, in the valley, or somewhere in between. I pray, Father, that you would remove the sin that is in me, and your spirit would speak truth, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you would be glorified. We ask this in the name of Jesus Christ and all of God's people said, amen. I'm a, I'm a big movie fan. I'll, I love watching movies. I love going to the movies. Um, and some movies have a, a greater impact than others. Uh, there was a movie out a few years ago called The Bucket List. Uh, it had Morgan Freeman and Jack Nicholson in it. And it was just about two aging guys who realized they didn't have much time left. And so they made a list of all of the things that they wanted to do. And that's not a, a bad idea. I mean, there are things that, that I want to do. Uh, in my life. You know, I'd love to go to the Grand Canyon. I'd love to go to the Holy Land. I'd love to do skydiving. You know, I don't know if Christy likes that one, but I would love to do some skydiving. One of the other things I always wanted to do, I actually got to do this past summer. I have never been fishing. I've never been around somewhere to fish. I've never had anybody to show me how to fish. I know nothing about fishing. And so when we were in Colorado on vacation and my sister and her family were there, uh, they uh, got for my birthday and for Levi's or for my graduation and Levi's birthday they got us a chance to go fishing with professional fishermen so it wasn't like they just said hey we're going to take you fishing they said we're going to pay to have guides with you and show you how to fish and so it was Levi, myself, my, uh, my brother-in-law and my nephew and we go and we get those, uh, those pants that come up to about here Right, that's not flattering. You put those pants on, but you put them on. You know, we go out and, and we're in the stream, and the mountains are in the background, and, and these these guys come over, and one's a, a former military veteran, another one's a, a teacher, and they're showing us how to do it, and they're they're baiting the hook for us, and they're like, well, you got to cast out here, and you got to do this. We're like, this is awesome. We're mountain men. We're rugged. This is great. And so you know, we get out there, and we're and we're trying to fish, and and I got to tell you, for the first hour, nothing. Not a nibble, not a bite, not a catch. I couldn't get anything, and I was really struggling because I was, I was throwing this thing out there, man. I was doing it like I saw him do it on TV. Well, finally, you know, one of the, the guys comes over, and he's like, you're not doing it right. I'm like, what do you mean I'm not doing it right? He goes, you're not doing it right. He's like, you got to cast like this. And can I tell you that when I did it the way that he taught me to do it, when I cast the way and the direction and in the place that he taught me how to cast... Can I tell you, amazing things happened. You know, and that same principle is in play with our scripture today. You know, when Jesus, he teaches us how to cast and where to cast. And when we listen to Jesus, the harvest that we will reap will be amazing. So we've been going through our series called Game Changers, and and we're now moving into the Gospel of Luke. We've come through Matthew, we've come through Mark. And so we're going to take a look at Luke today. And just to kind of give you a little bit of background, we're going to be in Luke 5, so if you want to open your Bibles or pull it up on your phone, that'd be awesome. We'll have it up on the screen. But uh, up to this point, we've seen the the birth and baptism of Jesus. We've seen Jesus tempted in the desert. We've seen Jesus rejected in his hometown of Nazareth. We see now that Jesus is beginning the process to look for those that would become game changers in the culture And for the kingdom. So we're going to begin at Luke 5. We're going to go through the first 11 verses. One day, as Jesus was standing by the lake of Gethsemane, the people were crowding around him and listening to the word of God. He saw at the water's edge two boats left by the fishermen who were washing their nets. He got into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, and asked him to put it out a little from shore. Then he sat down and taught the people from the boat. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Put out into deep water and let down the nets for a catch. Simon answered, Master, we've worked hard all night and haven't caught anything. But because you say so, I will let down the nets. When they had done so, they caught such a large number of fish that their nets began to break. So they signaled their partners and in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both boats so full they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw this, he fell at Jesus' knees and said, Go away from me, Lord. I am a sinful man. For he and all his companions were astonished at the catch of fish they had taken. And so were James, John, the sons of Zebedee, Simon's partners. Then Jesus said to Simon, don't be afraid. From now on you will fish for people. So they pulled their boats up on shore, left everything, and followed him. Now I want you to picture the scene, because it's important that we understand this context. There's a huge crowd around Jesus. People are pushing, people are shoving, and Jesus is there teaching and, and the crowd just keeps getting bigger and bigger. So he's on the shore and the lake is behind him. Okay, and here come the Simon Peter and the fishermen. They're over there. They're cleaning their nets from their boats. All of a sudden, Jesus kind of eyes kind of what's going on. He says, look, there's a couple of boats there. I need those. And so Jesus begins his calling of Simon Peter and others to be game changers. And the point that I want to make to you is that Simon Peter and his crew and the others that were called, Jesus called them not in a time of calm, not in a time of peace, not in a time of tranquility, but in a time of chaos. God will call us To be a game changer, not when it's convenient for us, but when it's convenient for God. And sometimes God will call us in the midst of chaos in our lives, when we don't have another minute, when everything's going crazy, God's like, I got something for you. And that's hard for us to believe, but God will call us out of the midst of chaos for his greater kingdom purposes. And that's what he begins doing here with Simon Peter and the others that were with him. Now they were just on shore. They were cleaning their nets. They had been out fishing all night, and they had caught nothing. They had no success. Nothing was going their way. But Jesus then sees the boats, and he says, I need your boat, and I need you to take me out just a little bit from shore. Because what happens here, if Jesus was going to reach more people, he had to have uh, more space. And so Simon finally says, okay, I'll give you the boat, and they go out a little bit from shore. And the amazing thing that, that's happening here is Simon was a fisherman. Simon Peter, that was his job. That was his livelihood. That was his life. And Jesus said, will you give me the most important thing in your life, which is your business, which is your profession? Will you let me use your profession for a greater kingdom purpose than just catching fish? And so Simon Peter's like, okay. I mean, maybe he thought he, he, he did heal my mother-in-law. You know, and, and you know, I guess I can throw him a bone a little bit. I mean, he, he helped me there. And so he gave Jesus his profession but what Jesus would do with that profession will be so much more profound than what Simon could have done with his profession and so it begs the question is is God calling you to give him your profession so he can use it for a greater kingdom purpose because that's what he said to Simon and so he gives it to Simon and Jesus gets out there and he and he sits because that was the teaching position on the boat and he continues to teach and now his voice is echoing off the water and more people are hearing the word of God more people are hearing about the kingdom of God because Simon Peter said Lord if you want my profession I will give you my profession and I know that you can do something with it now understand Simon Peter was not an official disciple at this point I mean yes Jesus healed his mother-in-law but he really hadn't made that commitment to following Christ See, if we're going to be a game changer, we have to understand something. Being a game changer is not about being comfortable. It's about being convicted. It's about being committed to the kingdom of God. Maybe Simon Peter was like, I'm just comfortable that I know Jesus is there when I need him. Jesus was like flood insurance or fire insurance. It's there when you need it. Or maybe he looked at Jesus like a break and break glass in case of emergency kind of savior. You know, if I need you, I'll come get you. But I don't need you to come into my life. I don't need you to ask me to give you my profession. And see what Jesus was doing here. Jesus was saying to Simon Peter, Your profession is not your purpose. What you do is not who you are. That you will never find your identity in your profession. And so many people are tied their identity to their profession. If their profession's going well, they've got a great identity. If their profession's going bad, they have a bad identity. Everybody just wants to say, as long as things are going well at work, that I know who I am. But let's define going well. Is it a better title, more money, a corner office? But we all know that can change in a minute with layoffs and downsizing. And so game changers understand that in order for us to find our purpose in life, we have to stop looking for our purpose in our profession. We will never find our purpose in our profession. See, and Simon Peter does the first thing that we need to do. He lets Jesus become the captain of his boat. See, if we really want to understand what it is to be a game changer, Jesus has to be the captain of our boat. Remember, Simon, Peter, and the boys, they were cleaning the nets. And then Jesus comes along, and he's like, I'm the new boss. He's like, I need you to give me your boat. And we're going back out. And these guys had worked all night, all night. And now Jesus is saying, we're working overtime now. So you can imagine these guys. Man, we were out all night. Nothing good happened. And this guy's coming along telling me to go back out. Jesus was trying to teach them, I'm going to show you your purpose and not your profession. Because Jesus was the captain of Simon Peter's boat. Who's the captain of your boat? Who's the one that you trust? Who's the one that you follow? Who's the one that you find your identity and your purpose in? See, that's what Jesus was doing. He said, I'm going to be the captain of your boat. Now, I don't know about you, but I try to be the captain of my boat a lot. And I crash my boat. I put my boat against the rocks. I'm like driving the Titanic most of the time. Because I think I can captain my own boat. And it doesn't work. And what Jesus was saying to Simon Peter is you can't be the captain of your own boat. Jesus can't be your first mate. He can't be a deckhand. He can't be along for the ride. He has to be captain of your boat if you truly want to understand your purpose in life. Because if Jesus is not the captain of our boat, we will never truly understand the God-given kingdom purpose that God has for each of us. But that means we got to give up control, that we can't find our identity in our profession, but we must find it in our purpose, and our purpose is found in Christ. Now, the other thing that we need to understand here, it says, when Jesus was done, so there was a period where he was done preaching, and he says this, he said, Simon, let's put out into deep water and let down the nets for a catch. Now, when we look at this story, we think this is a story between Simon Peter and Jesus. That's true, but not fully. Because there were other people that were there. And it wasn't the crowd that Simon Peter had a crew. And I want to give you an example of how we know there were other people. Listen to the language. It says, we've worked. They had done so. They caught. Their nets broke. They signaled partners. Helped them. They began to sink. Companions astonished. So there were more people around. And that's important for us to know because this game changing moment isn't just about Simon. It's about his crew, it's about another boat and their crew. It's about other people noticing who the captain of our ship is. And when we finally say, Jesus, you are the captain of my ship, we will experience blessings and harvest in a way we can't imagine. But now here's the thing Jesus says to Simon Peter, Okay, you were on shore, you came out a little bit, I let you go. Now you got to take me deeper. Now, this probably made no sense, because remember this, Simon Peter was a professional fisherman. This is what he did. This is who he was. This is how he made his living. This is how he provided. We know he had a family because Jesus healed his mother-in-law. This was his identity. And so for Jesus to say, we're going to go out into the deep water, that doesn't make sense. Because the best time to fish was at night. This would be during the middle of the day. The best time to fish was at night because the fish were closer to the top of the water because the sun was gone. Because remember, they threw nets. They weren't out there casting. They were throwing nets. So you wanted the fish to be closer to the top of the water, and the fish didn't do that in the deep. So this made no sense. But you know what? Maybe Simon Peter said, you know what? I'm going to humor Jesus. He did heal my mother-in-law. He did me a solid. So he said, I'm just going to humor him. Maybe the crew with Simon said, are we really going to listen to some carpenter slash preacher tell, tell us how to fish? We're the experts. They said, you know what, let's humor the guy. So then we can prove him wrong. And sometimes don't we humor Jesus? Well, I'll just, I'll do this because I want to be grateful. I mean, God, God did bless us with this. God gave us this. So I'm just going to humor Jesus and I'll, and I'll give him a couple of minutes or I'll do this. That's not what Jesus wants. See, when you go deeper... Now, remember where Simon was going to be. He was going to be out of his comfort zone, right? He was very comfortable being on the beach. He was very comfortable with, hey, I guess it's just not going to work. We didn't have a good night catching fish. He was very comfortable with what he had. But then all of a sudden, Jesus says, I'm going to call you out of your comfort zone. I'm going to get you off the shore. I'm going to get you into the shallow water. And now I'm calling you to the deeper water. And none of us ever like to come out of our comfort zone, especially when God is calling us from something and to something unknown. We don't like that because it's safe in our comfortable zone. But you know that when we are called out of our comfort zone, those are the seasons where we grow the most. Those times where God is stretching us and it's hurtful and it's painful, but God is preparing us for something greater and he's got to get us out of the comfort zone. He's got to get us off the shore and in the boat. And then Jesus has to be the captain of that boat. And so finally he said, we're going to go. We're going to go out there. We're going to go deeper. And and, and finally, here's what Simon said. Simon Peter said, he goes, well, because you say so, I'll let the nets down. Fine, because you told me to. And it's amazing what happens. Obedience precedes blessing. Obedience precedes blessing. We cannot receive the blessings until we are obedient. And if we think that God's just going to bless us and we don't have to be obedient, then we don't know what we're doing. And see, here's the key. Notice what Jesus said. He says, we got to go deep. And that's what Jesus wants. If we want to be a game changer, we got to go deeper with Jesus. we got to go deeper. We can't just settle for being on the shore. We can't just settle for being in the shallow water. If we truly want to go where Jesus wants us to go, we got to go deeper. Do you realize that God has blessings out there for you? God's got a whole harvest of blessings for you and for me. But the only way we'll ever catch the blessings that God has for you and me is if we go deeper. We got to stop standing on the shore. We stand on the shore and say, why is that person getting blessed? Why is that person getting blessed? God, why am I not getting blessed? Because you're on the shore. Jesus calls us to go deeper. We've got to get off the shore. We've got to get in the boat and make Jesus the captain of the boat. And then we got to go deeper. And that's scary because when you're away from shore, it's uncomfortable. You're in the deep water. I don't know what happens. If I get out of the boat, I don't know what's going to happen. But if we want to catch, if we want to get the net of blessings that God has for you and for me, man, we've got to make him captain of our boat. Man, we've got to go deeper. We can't just settle for being on the shore. We've got to say, Lord, I want to go deeper with you because I know you've got great blessings for me. Everybody wants blessings, but blessings come after obedience. And so what happens? Simon Peter says, fine, we'll we'll throw the nets over. And all the crew says, fine, we'll throw the nets over. And then all of a sudden, the fish started coming in. And the fish kept coming in and coming in and coming in. And the nets that they were just cleaning, man, they were breaking. There was so much blessing that was coming in that they didn't know what to do. They had to call on the other guys and get the boat out here, man. Come on. And they had so many fish, and the boat starts sinking. Can you imagine that? They went from catching nothing, not one fish, to now the boat was sinking. Why? Because Jesus was the captain of the boat. Because they were willing to go deeper with Jesus. And as we see now with Simon Peter, he understood who Jesus was and who he was. What does Simon Peter say? Look at this right here. He says he fell to his knees. When Simon Peter saw this, the blessing, he fell at his knees and said, go away from me, Lord. I'm a sinful man. Now, what I want to point you to is back. Look at verse five. When Jesus told him to push out, he said, master. Simon Peter went from calling Jesus master to calling him Lord. Master is another term for boss. All right, boss, do you want us to head out? Okay, boss, bosses will come and go. Jesus is not our boss. He's our Lord. And when you said Lord, that was equivalent to God in the Old Testament. So what Simon Peter was saying is you are God. Simon Peter had a front row seat for amazing. Don't you want a front row seat for amazing? I mean, don't you just want to be on the edge of, wow, look what God did? I know, I so want to be on that front seat, that front uh, front row of amazing. But it only happens when Jesus is the captain of the boat. It only happens when we go deeper. It only happens when we say, Lord, not teacher, not master, not boss, not buddy, not big fella, not guy upstairs. Lord. We said, Lord, he recognized who Jesus was. He was Lord. And notice he went down to his knees. And I want you to picture this scene. There's all kinds of fish up in the boat. They're flopping around, these fish. They're stinky. They're smelly. They're all in. The boat is sinking. And Simon Peter goes to his knees in front of Jesus and says, Lord, I'm not worthy. He understood who he was. He was a sinner. He understood who Jesus was. He was the Savior. Game changers understand who they are. And game changers understand who Jesus is. And game changers make Jesus the captain of their boat and they go deeper and you would think in this moment like if you were like Jesus wouldn't you be like well it's about time I healed your mother-in-law did you not remember that you saw me do this fish and now you want to call me Lord like what have you been looking at see that's how we would react but see that's not the full gospel the gospel of Jesus Christ is grace the gospel of Jesus Christ is love so how does Jesus respond Jesus says this Don't be afraid. Jesus lovingly says, don't be afraid. I know you're scared because you realized who you are and you realized who I am, but don't be afraid. He says, from now on, you will fish for people. And right there, Jesus changed Peter's profession and gave him a purpose. He gave him a purpose in life. And his purpose was not to be a fisher, but to be fisher of men, to be fisher of people. See, when we bow down and call Jesus Lord, we will find our purpose in life. Our profession will never provide our purpose. Never. Our identity is never found in our profession. Our identity is found in our purpose, and our purpose is found in Christ. And all of a sudden, Jesus just turned everything around on this lifelong fisherman. And he says, don't look. For your purpose in your job look for your purpose in me what an amazing moment that is that jesus says, i will make you not that you are i will make you so it's not that the switch had to be turned right there he says i will make you i will help you i will guide you i will show you how to be fishers of men if you just cast where i tell you to cast when i tell you to cast how i tell you to cast man you're going to have such a harvest you're going to have such a blessing that the boat's going to sink I don't know about you, but I want my boat to sink. I want my boat to sink because it's overwhelming blessings of God, because I found my purpose. And that's what happens here. Peter found his purpose. But the thing that's crazy to me in this scripture is we look, oh, this is the game changing moment for Peter or Simon, Peter and Jesus. No, it's it's even greater than that, because I want you to think about the crew. There were two boats. You probably had a crew of four on each boat. And I want you to think about what these guys have seen. Peter had Jesus come into his life and heal his mother-in-law. So he's kind of got a little bit of a basis here for, well, maybe Jesus is something. But I want to read you, listen to these things that they saw. They saw a miraculous catch after they had no success. They saw Simon repent before Jesus. They saw Jesus calling Simon to follow him. And they saw Simon leaving his profession to fulfill his purpose. Can you imagine how impactful that was on the crew? All of a sudden, they saw Jesus perform a miracle, Simon repents, Jesus calling on Simon, and Simon going, I will find my identity no longer in what I do in my profession, but I will find it in my purpose with Jesus Christ. And we know, we know this had an impact because look at the last few verses of this text. So they, so they... Pulled their boats up on shore, left everything, and followed him. It doesn't say, and Simon Peter. It says, and they. So there were more than just Simon Peter, and they left everything. And let's define everything for a moment. This was the catch of a lifetime. This was the the dream every fisherman had. If you asked your fisherman, would you like to catch fish so plentiful that your nets break and your boat sinks, they say, sign me up. If somebody came to your business and said, would you like to have so many clients that you don't know what to do with? I'll sign me up. Would you like to have so many resources that you don't know what to do? Sign me up. But they left everything. They left the catch of a lifetime. It would have defined their careers. It would have set their family up. It would have been known all over with the greatest catch. And it would have been legends in their community to have a catch this big. But they said no. Because they didn't want abundant things in life. They wanted an abundant life. And they found their purpose in Jesus. Game changers find their purpose and their identity in Jesus and not in their profession. And that's hard. That is hard because we spend more time at work than we spend anywhere else. If we're not at work, we're thinking about work, we're talking about work. So if work is great, we feel great about ourselves. But if work is bad, we feel bad about ourselves. But what we see here is that we can truly find our identity, and who we are when we look forward in Christ. And that's what game changers do. When people see that Jesus is the captain of your boat, that's going to impact others. When people see that you're going deeper with Jesus, that you're not just settling for being on the shore or being in the shallow water, that's going to impact people. When people see you confessing Jesus as Lord and not just Master, that's going to impact people. It impacted the people here. I'm going to ask our music ministry to come back up. And as they come back up, I want to finish the story that I began with you. So Levi and I and my uh, brother-in-law and my nephew were out fishing. And when I say that we didn't have any luck, we didn't. But can I tell you that once we listened, well, things changed. And things really changed for Levi. Can I tell you that he caught more fish than me, my brother-in-law, and my nephew combined? Combined. He could not stop catching fish because he actually listened to the guys and he was casting the way they told him to cast he was casting where they told him to cast and he just kept getting more fish and more fish and more fish now I caught a fish that was probably this big (laughs) but it was more like this to me but the joy that I saw on Levi's face because he was catching lots of fish to the point we got back home he said let's go look at fishing stuff maybe we can fish here he had joy because he found something that was amazing Imagine the look and the joy we will have when we cast where Jesus tells us to cast, when he tells us to cast, and where he tells us to cast. Because this whole text is about discipleship. That's what this is. That when we help others come into the kingdom because we were casting the net of God's truth. That's what a game changer does. Amen?